Welcome to Sex in the City Cast, the most opinionated Sex in the City podcast out there. We're your hosts. I'm Antoinetta. And I'm Katrina. And we're not sponsored by anybody because we swear too much. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Sackcast. We are your hosts. I'm Antoinetta. And I'm Katrina, and we are on season four, episode five ghost town this was a really fun episode to do yeah i actually really liked it um i didn't really remember this one too well i think like all of the stuff surrounding it i loved carrie being like a selfish mess those are always like my favorites Mm -hmm. and i loved like aiden shading her at the end like low-key and she's like too stupid to notice Mm -hmm. (laughs) i really enjoyed that yeah, she also, like, plays, like, a dumb flirty game with him at the end, and I get, like, so annoyed by it. Yeah, and she doesn't realize, I think it's, we can talk about it later, because, um, I made a note about it, but I think it's because of, like, all the game playing she does with Big. She doesn't mm-hmm. see that Aiden is more normal than Big, so him playing games with her means a lot more than, like, mm-hmm. some psychopath like Big. Yeah. With Big, it's, like, the norm. With Aiden, it's, like, uh, he's, like, literally making fun of how stupid you are. Yeah. He's, like, pissed at you and wants to ruin your life. (laughs) And then the next episode, too, like, when we actually... Or when she tries pursuing him. I'm pretty sure it's the next one. When he says, like, I broke... You broke my heart! You broke Um, my heart! He's really kind of rude to her the whole time. And, like, this whole second time around where they start dating, like, he's pretty rude to her. And it's really fun to see yeah it is i mean it's not healthy or anything like it's if he didn't want to see her again he shouldn't see her again like that's Mm -hmm. like that's the reality of it but man it feels good to see carrie get a little taste of her own medicine you know especially as like an aiden stan except like well i guess we realized like dissecting the podcast um season three aiden wasn't like a good match for her anyways so in general, uh, he's just not. Even this time, yeah. like, they're just not, like, a good couple in general. But I stan Aiden because I wish she was my boyfriend. So. Yeah. Actually, I also had a few notes in this episode. Like, Steve is, like, an MVP boyfriend. Yeah, he is. Even, like... He's, like, an MVP general, yeah. Yeah, like, he has that... that one stint of their relationship where he like devolves into a baby (laughs) (laughs) yeah but but otherwise like he's pretty he's i like i like steve especially this time around now we're gonna get into like idealistic perfect steve yeah and he likes like (laughs) he's like not devolved into a baby anymore he's like evolved back into like regular like smart steve who was reading a book at a bar so like he's not feeling like Miranda, let's have a baby (laughs) Yeah, he's like, it's a baby. He still says a lot of really funny... Well, like, not says anything, but he says it in his Steve voice. Like, he's like, oh, let's do a toast. <laughs> it's time so, for a toast. The yeah. way he said toast was yeah, so the way weird. He said toast. And, like, this episode, I was really excited to do this one because uh, there are so many fun um, impersonations we can do. Yes. Because there's Steve and then there's Bunny with her iconic lines. So, like, even- we can just make fun of those, too. Even Maria, you want a little firework? Yeah. With the little Ba-bing. plates? <laughs> yeah. <Ba-bing. laughs> By the way, she's like 50 in this. That's that's wild. I mean, yeah. I figured that she was the same age as, um, as Samantha almost, or like around the same age. Yeah, I thought she, she was like really late 30s, good. early 40s. Yeah, she's 70 now. And uh, she dated like Robert Redford and like a bunch of like other stars. I like looked her up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I thought she looked amazing in this episode. Yeah. So R.I.P. Maria. Yeah, I love Maria except for her abusive behavior. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. We we covered that a little bit on our bracket that Maria is a little bit of an abusive partner, but um, you know, we'll get into it. Yeah. Uh, this is her last episode, unfortunately. So <laughs> sad. Sad. Also, sad. how weird is it that they? In this episode and in the last one, they act like it's foreign for Samantha to have a boyfriend when in season two, she dated James. Yeah, I know. She was serious about James. And, like, 
we're gonna see Richard pretty soon too, and like he's oh, gonna. Oh my! I'm, I'm God. so excited to see Richard because like one, I find Richard like the actor who plays him like incredibly hot, but like the second part is like we finally see Samantha like acting like like a Carrie almost. Yeah, and and him. we, I mean, that part of the show gets so like cinematic too with the music yeah. and. They, they really spend a lot more time on, like, making it, like, a drama more than just yeah. a comedy. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, because, like, we're still entering, like, that we're, like, in the transition phase. Yeah, we're in that like... middle middle ground for sure. But it's starting to get really good. Like, there's, like, some, like, definite, um, like, symbolism we see. Um, funniness, but also, like, some real drama. So oh, yeah. For sure. Let's get into it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we're on Season 4, Episode 5, Ghost Town. Uh, we open with uh, Miranda at a bakery, and Carrie's voiceover says, New York City can be a terrifying place. And Miranda says, oh, just a coffee and a muffin, please. And the clerk says, that'll be seven fifty, And she looks a little shocked, which, like, as Chicagoans in, like, 27... Or not, it's not 2017, in 2019. <laughs> sorry. Time's, time's just passing you by, oh, girl. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, that would be like over ten dollars. I went to Starbucks today and I got their like they have some foam they put on a cold brew. I forget what the foam's called, but it's oh, literally like, just foam. Like the cloud thing. It wasn't the cloud one. It was a different one I tried today. It said it was eighty calories. That's why I tried it. Oh. So it was like Cortiva foam. I don't, I don't know. That's the Google Suite or something. Honestly, I, I am so excited that I get to go back to Starbucks because I was like boycotting because Howard Schultz was running for president. Yeah. And now he suspended his campaign. Nice. I'm so excited. <laughs> but my literal just iced coffee with some foam on it was $5 today. So it was, That's crazy. <laughs> it was cold brew with just a little bit of whatever fucking foam they put on it. So <laughs> That's so wild. Yeah. yeah I guess I guess it was probably way more shocking in like 2001. Yeah, but then like I guess well, yeah, it's New York, too. Because, like, yeah. you're used to, like, if you go to, like, Intelligentsia or something, it's, like, literally, like, $6 for a latte. Let's, you're, like, okay. Let's consult the inflation calculator. Yeah, and I love good coffee, too. So, like, I love me some Dunkin', Same. but when I want some good coffee, I will shell out that money for it. So. I, I agree. Seven fifty in 2001 is the equivalent of $10.76. Okay, that's pretty on par with yeah. what we're paying now. Like... A uh, muffin's probably like four dollars, and then mm-hmm. a coffee is probably like if you're getting like a latte or something, it's also five dollars. So there you okay. go. Here we go. Um, then Carrie's voiceover continues saying, "But nothing's more frightening in the prospect than the prospect of running into an ex before you leave and have your morning coffee." And Steve goes, "Miranda," as she's like walking out of the uh, the bakery, and she chokes on her coffee, and she says, "Jeez, you made me burn my tongue." And he says, "I got to work on that." Sorry, jeez. Oh, you look, you look great. How you doing? He could. I was thinking earlier when I was thinking of to- toast. He could be like a Tom Waits kind of. Like, <laughs> yeah, like he's like a less gravelly like Tom Waits. Yeah. Um, oh, jeez, oh, you look great. Yeah. Oh, jeez, you look great. <laughs> uh, like mouthful of gravel. Um, and Miranda says. <laughs> Oh, good, you know, boring. Well, what's new with you? And he says, I guess that means you didn't get the invitation yet. And Miranda says, no, invitation to what? Clearly thinking he's going to say, like, it's his wedding. Mm-hmm. She kind of just stops her tracks. Um, and he says, I'm finally doing it. And, like, still, it's like, is Steve fucking getting married? But they did that on purpose. He just goes, I'm opening up my own bar. And, like, definitely you could see the, like, sweat be wiped from her brow. Wipeth from her brow. And uh, she says, wow, Steve, you're kidding. That's... And he goes, that's scary, right? And it's happening so soon. It's like next Saturday. <laughs> i really love if you would come. <laughs> you remember Jessica? And she's... <laughs> I like how it's turning into him yelling. You remember Jessica? <laughs> <laughs> I sound like Jimmy Fallon doing an impression, though. <laughs> um... <laughs> And Jessica steps out of the bakery, and Miranda says, oh, yes, sure, of course, yeah. And he says, you'll come, right, next Saturday? And Jessica says, oh, we'd love to see you there. 
and a police siren rings out while Miranda puts on like a fake smile like <laughs> it's like comical it's like woo woo yeah and she's like, like the, the alarms are going off in her head like oh shit they're not getting married but they are still together yeah and she just said we um so then we see Miranda on the phone with Carrie and the phone uh ringing wakes Carrie up and uh Carrie answers and Miranda just goes she weed him right in front of me and Carrie says, I'm still asleep. How can you have had a, an emotional mini-drama already? And it's like, because she's awake because she goes to work, Carrie. She goes to work. Like, you sleep till noon, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and Miranda says, no way I'm going to his opening, right? Do you think I should go? And Carrie goes, let me just think for a second. And Miranda says, what really pisses me off is it was my idea. I'm the one who told him to open his own bar in the first place. But do I get any credit? And Carrie says, I'm guessing not. Like a fucking bitch. She's like, no, no, I'm guessing not, no. Like, she's annoyed with her. She doesn't want to talk to her at all. Yeah. Because she just woke up at noon on, like, a, a Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Miranda says, of course not. It's infuriating. Why couldn't he have been this ambitious when he was with me? And Carrie says, maybe you inspired him. Maybe he's named the bar Miranda's or Hobbs Knob. She's, like, <laughs> still totally uninterested. But I love Hobbs Knob. Yep, Hobbs Knob. <laughs> And then um, Miranda says, he named the bar Scout Carrie after his dog. I'm not going to that. I like how quickly she goes, I'm not going to that. Yeah, she's like, after his dog. (laughs) (laughs) And Carrie says, you have to go. You guys are friends now. That's what friends do. And Miranda says, you're my friend. That means you have to go with me. And Carrie says, of course, absolutely. That's what friends are for. And then transitioning to all four women at the cafe together, and she slams down the invitation, Carrie... Um, on the table in front of them, she says, forget it, I'm not going. And Samantha says, to what? And uh, Charlotte says, what is it? And I said, wow, she looks incredible. She's got, like, a full blowout. She looks amazing. She looks so good this whole episode. She has, like, I, like, her hair with the blowout looks like your hair. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it was very, like, Antoinette luscious. It, it, she looked amazing. Actually, like, she looked amazing in this episode, and I really yeah. noticed Maria in this episode, too. They look so yeah. good. Yeah, Maria looked really pretty, like, in the blue robe, and then, like, in oh, the yeah. red outfit. Yeah, she like, the good. red fringe jacket. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's chic. Yeah. Um, yeah, Charlotte looks so good this episode. I noted that, like, later, too, when she's at the store with Bunny. Like, she looks, like, beautiful. Yeah, she really does. Um, this is, like, her prime. Then Samantha says, or she's like, she's reading the invitation. She says, Steve Brady and Aiden Shaw. And Carrie says, how did this happen? Why are they even friends? And Miranda says, well, according to Steve's girlfriend, Jessica, who answered his phone when I, when he was in the shower this morning. Carrie says, I love how you say Jessica. Like, allegedly, that's her name. And I said, you wouldn't even say Natasha out loud, you fucking asshole. Yeah, you called her the idiot stick figure with no soul. Yeah, or like Najinsky. It's like... Yeah, <sighs> fucking asshole. She, yeah, she <laughs> couldn't even say her fucking name, and now she's, like, giving Miranda shit. Yeah. Um, and Miranda says, Aiden is Steve's silent partner. And Samantha says, why didn't I get an invitation? And Gary says, you can have mine, sister, because I'm not going. And Miranda says, Carrie, come on, it's a big party. Probably won't even see him. And Carrie says, it's not a party. It's a parade of all our failed relationships. Next, you're going to tell me that my junior prom date is the bar back. And it's like, what do you mean it's not a party? It's a parade of your failed relationship. It's like, so now everything's about you? Even, like, Steve and Aiden opening a bar is specifically about you. And, like, okay, like, I relate to the small townness of, like, a big city because I, when I was, when that happened when she mentioned the thing about the bar back I was thinking about like two months ago when I was on a tinder date at Fishman and like I ran into a guy from OkCupid from a couple years ago and he's like hey it was going it was just like of all fucking places like I don't know so New York's small Chicago's small it just happens it's not about you Carrie I didn't really think it was a sign from the universe at all (laughs) so I mean I can't go anywhere in Edison Park yeah. Edison Park is, like, crawling with people from Maine South and, mm-hmm. you know, that whole area. Like, I can't go there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Nor oh, would no. you want to. <laughs> no, it's like, what... And, uh... Charlotte says, I think it's a, I think it's good Aiden invited you. It means he wants to be friends. And Carrie says, I don't know what it means. I just 
no, I don't want to find out about the party. And Miranda says, it means I forgive you. Please come. And Carrie says, nice try not going. Samantha says, I'll go. And Miranda says, thank you. You you see, Samantha's my friend. I'm going out with Samantha and her lesbian lover, and I am proud. And I was like, that's rude. Yeah, okay, like, closeted much, Miranda? Also, like, later on, like, she's way too interested. Yeah. Just make her gay. I know. And the writers are clearly, like, flirting with it. You know what I mean? And it's just like, just, just do it. I know. But then we wouldn't have her and Steve. I know. But still, she could be, like, bye. I don't know. This was way way ahead of their time. Yeah, if they ever make Sex in the City 3, like, Steve and Big could die. (laughs) (laughs) And then Miranda could be gay. And Carrie could be single. Yes, exactly. And, like, find someone normal with, like, kids who aren't that old, who just have them, like, later in life. Because she clearly does want kids. Mm-hmm. After we see with like the Petrovsky stuff, um, did you see that uh, every outfit post where they did like the fan fiction Big and Aiden? I don't think so. Was it? Ho- oh God, was it wasn't it- good. <laughs> no, no, they did it. Uh, like the premise was good. It was just not very well written, and it was like kind of stupid. Like, sure, I would love to have seen like <laughs> or like read like actual gay fan fiction of like Big and Aiden. That would be great, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but like for like Pride Month. Uh, they did some really, really, really lame fan fiction thing, and I don't know. Well, I would quite, recommend reading it. Quite honestly, like, I don't think that they're good writers. Like, I don't they're think not. that they're funny. They're not no, they're very not. funny. They're not. But they're everybody good at, like, loves... fashion, and if they stuck to the fashion, like, I would like the page more. But, like, they try way too hard, and it's like, you're not, you guys aren't funny. No, they're not funny. They're not, like, a comedy thing, and, like, what content do they have other than posting like still images? Like right. it's not real, and, and like selling funny. selling AliExpress tote bags. Like I don't know. Um, and Samantha says, "Let's not invite Maria. I could use a night away from the old ball and chain." And Carrie says, "Don't tell me you're in a sophic slump." And Samantha says, "All we ever do is lie around, take baths together, and talk about feelings." Charlotte says, "I think they call that a relationship." And Samantha says, I don't know how you people do it. All that emotional chow chow, it's exhausting. Miranda says, I know, don't you hate that? And Carrie says, women. Ha ha, Carrie. (laughs) So funny. Um, So then we see Samantha and Maria at a club. And Carrie's voiceover says, that night, Samantha was determined to get Maria out of the tub and out on the town. And Maria says, I don't see why we're out in this crowd with all the smoke. We could just be home relaxing together. And Samantha says, I just thought it would be fun to take our relationship out on dry land for a change. That's all. Besides, what's the fun of getting clean if you can't get a little dirty first? (laughs) And the bartender says, Samantha Jones. What's it going to be tonight, darling, the usual? (laughs) (laughs) And he also, like, seems like he has, like, a personality, like, disorder. Because he has, like, no emotion whatsoever. And, like... He looks like he's reading off of like a green screen or not or a, a like cue a cue card. card. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not great acting, my Terrible. Friend. Not not good. Also, he looks like genuinely interested in like talking to them. It's like that's not how you're supposed to be playing this, babe. Yeah. Um and then Samantha says, Brian makes the most dangerous mojitos in the city. <laughs> I sound like Contest Luann. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and Brian says two mojitos coming up on the house and Samantha goes fun place huh and a guy comes up and kisses Samantha on the cheek and goes hey gorgeous and Samantha says Sean Sullivan what are you doing in town and Sean says business just a few weeks what are you doing next Saturday and Samantha smiles and she goes Saturday like she's excited and Maria goes we have plans for Saturday and Sean says how about a night a late run then i'll call you and he walks away and maria says what is this late run and samantha goes uh it doesn't translate i didn't know we had plans on saturday i already promised the girls i'm going with them and maria says should i come i'm a girl and samantha says no sweetie i know since you don't really like to go out i just thought and uh brian comes with their drinks and he goes here you go ladies enjoy and then he like leans closer to samantha and goes i get off at four 
and Maria's like, uh. <laughs> uh, and then we're entering like my favorite scene for some reason. I don't know why it's my favorite scene, but I just love this scene. Um, just I love Bunny's quote in this scene. Um, and it's at a furniture store, and Charlotte's kind of like looking around, and she looks really, 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 really pretty here. This is a great episode for her looks wise, and uh, yeah. So uh, Carrie's voiceover says. Samantha had to face her past, and Charlotte was facing her future. Now that Trey had no problem getting hard in the bedroom, she saw no reason why their bed should be. And Bunny walks up to Charlotte, and she goes, or, and uh, Charlotte goes, Bunny, hi, what are you doing here? And Bunny says, when Trey told me you two were buying a new bed, I insisted he let me help. I picked out the old one he has now, did you know? It's Chippendale. <laughs> and Chippendale is literally, like, tens of thousands of dollars, by the way. Um... <laughs> And Charlotte says, uh, no, where is Trey? Bunny says, still at the hospital, I expect. Don't fret. We'll find a mattress to fit the frame. <laughs> and Charlotte says, you know, we were hoping to find a bed that was a little bigger and less hard. And Bunny says, my dear, I am a firm believer in firm mattresses. Oh, look, the perfect dust, ru- dust ruffle. Five feet, gusted duster with a foot drop. I have one just like it. And Charlotte says, actually, Bunny, most of the newer beds don't even need dust ruffles. She just says, my dear child, you cannot not have a dust ruffle. It's unsightly. And then she, like, lays down on the bed and she goes, this is divine. Nice and firm. <laughs> and, uh, nice and firm. And nice and firm. <laughs> and Trey comes up and he says, hello, my darling girls. Sorry I'm late. I see you started without me, mother. And Bunny goes, you must get it and feel this. It's sublime. <laughs> and Trey says, hello. This is comfy, isn't it? Charlotte, you really must try this. And Charlotte was like, I, I was thinking more. And Bunny says, for heaven's sake, get in. Get in. Bunny and Charlotte are lying on opposite sides of Trey, which is very symbolic. Uh, oh, yeah, this is when, yeah, this is, I remember this part. <laughs> Um, why we had her kind of, yeah, when we went on the tangent and stuff. Um, so Bunny and Charlotte are lying on opposite sides of Trey, which is very symbolic. Trey doesn't realize, realize like, what he's doing either. Like, uh, Bunny is really content on one side of him. Charlotte looks, like, really weirded out and annoyed on the other side of him. And he's just like, la, 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 like, in his own world. Um, did that sound too boring? No, you're good. <laughs> La 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 la. La 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 is better. <laughs> You'll never get this. <laughs> um, I'm just being all kinds of uh, off the wall today. Whoa. It's not, it's not your mom's comedy show. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Trey goes, this is heaven. And I think that's pretty telling. Like, that he is perfectly happy having his mom waiting on him and his wife waiting on him and they're yep. both just like fighting over him and coddling him and he he is in heaven he loves yeah him. he love he loves the like push and pull from both sides like he has his like mama who was never there for him when he was like a kid and now she's like weirdly like touchy with him now and like yeah his wife um he doesn't see sexually at all mm. except for his semi recently um and Charlotte gets up and she goes, I'm sorry, this is way too, like, she wants to say, like, fucking weird. But Trey says, firm? All righty, something's softer. And he gets up, and or they're getting up, and Bunny says, something in the dust ruffle, Trey. And Trey says, whatever you say, mother, you know best. Unironically. And Charlotte looks fucking exasperated. Um... And then we see Miranda sleeping, and she hears, like, a banging, and her cat gets it. Her cat is so cute. Fatty's so I know, so he's cute. a big boy. Yeah, he's big. He's got he's a big, big paws and everything. And he starts uh, making the biscuits on her her bed. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. And, she's like, she, like, the cat gets up, too, and Miranda goes, you hear it, too, Fatty? Um, and then we cut right to all four of them at dinner, and Miranda says, I think I have a ghost. And Carrie says, I think I might have to hear that again. And Miranda says, there were weird noises last night right above me. The cat heard it, too. And Carrie goes, well, if the cat heard it, that's not a ghost. That's some weird neighbor's nocturnal 
what have you. And Miranda says, that's what I thought at first, but this morning the super let me in upstairs and there's no one living there. That place is completely empty. I know it sounds crazy, but last night I could feel it. And Carrie says, did the cat feel it too? And Miranda says, the hairs on the back of my neck all stood up. And Charlotte said, Sarah's, my grandmother had a ghost. Finally, she had to tell it to leave. <laughs> like, that's the okay. whole story. <laughs> yeah, that's the story. That's it. <laughs> and Samantha goes, that's exactly what you're supposed to do. Confront the ghost, acknowledge its presence, and release it. And she says it so, like, matter-of-fact, she's like, mm, I'm gonna just release it. And, like, it's like, uh, LOL at woke Samantha, even knowing how to release spirits. Samantha, at this point, is, like, our polyamorous, lesbian, literal witch in a coven. I know. She's like, like, yeah, she's like the patron saint of this podcast right now. <laughs> she's smart, woke. Sure, she says really uh, very dated 2000s things. Ignorant like, things, That's yeah. the writers. Um, yeah, she says weird slurs sometimes. Uh, but, however, she's the most woke out of all of them. She even knows how to release a spirit, so. <laughs> yeah. She knows how to peacefully release a spirit. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, like, you know, get on her level, Carrie. <laughs> um, and Miranda goes how do you happen to know that and Samantha goes everybody knows that <laughs> and Miranda says the thing I don't understand is why now I've been living there for two years and Charlotte says when I lived alone I felt scared all the time now I'm back with Trey I feel safe and Miranda <laughs> says what are you saying I have a ghost because I'm single that's discrimination not the time to say that Charlotte but also, she's definitely She's definitely, like, trying to, like, assert her insecurity after, like, literally being at, like, an incestuous, like, romp at Bed Bath & Beyond with her 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 husband and his mother. Also, I'm just sorry. Like, what is your, like, limp dick incest husband, like, gonna do when an intruder comes in? Who goes there? Halt! And he has, like, no, Trey would be the kind of guy who would have, like, a candle on a plate. Like, he'd be- <laughs> <laughs> with a little like sleeping cap and he his comes out with sleeping cap like, a little... and his little flap butt so he could poop out of it like in his 90s and he'd be like hello hello who's yeah, that a little candlestick <laughs> and he says he waves the mallard at them yeah <laughs> or who's the who's the quote unquote help that uh bunny calls what's her oh, name I don't know she oh Geneva later- Geneva, yeah. He'd be like, somebody called Geneva. Geneva? There's Geneva, somebody in here. I believe there's a spirit. <laughs> uh, give me a break. <laughs> uh, and then Carrie's at home writing, and her voiceover says, New York is definitely haunted. Old lovers, ex-boyfriends, anyone you have unresolved issues with, you are bound to run into again and again until you resolve them. My relationship with Aiden was long dead, with one invitation he was suddenly a presence in my life again or had he been there all along like the chair he made that i could never bring myself to sell when a relationship dies do we ever really give up the ghost or are we forever haunted by the spirits of relationships past and then um we see maria and samantha taking a bath and maria's like maria's like sponging her back and uh she says why did you not introduce me to that Sean? And Samantha says, uh, he's nobody. He's just a guy I used to fuck. And Maria says, oh, and the bartender man? And Samantha says, he's nobody. Just a guy I used to fuck. And Maria says, why have we not told these nobodies that you are with a somebody now? And Samantha says, what am I supposed to say? Hi, this is my lesbian lover. P.S. I'm done with dick. And Maria says, who said anything about dick? I was talking about our relationship. And Samantha goes, yeah, of course you were. And Maria gets close to her and goes, Aw, do you miss the dick? <laughs> is that what this is all about? It's okay to tell me. We should be talking about this. And Samantha goes, More talking? And Maria <laughs> says, Okay, I'll talk. How many men have you been with? And it's like, You said you were going to talk. Yeah. That's Samantha talking. <laughs> yeah. That's like also forcing Samantha to talk. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, like, a rude question. It's, like, not an adult question to ask. Like, 
none of your fucking business, actually. They're both in their wimp, or not in their wimp, they're both in their 40s, too. Right. So it's like, why is that even a discussion? Mm-hmm. And uh, Samantha goes, huh, how many women have you been with? And Maria goes, 12. And, like, Samantha looks shocked, because that's a low number for her. And um, she goes, have you been with more than 12 men? Yeah, weird expectation to have of, like, someone who's, like, clearly been very open about her sex life and who she slept with and who she's been with. Um, she's also in her 40s, so it's, yeah. Also, weird like, question. why are you judging her? It's just, like, if you're gonna... Really judgy. If you're gonna be in a relationship with somebody, like, then you shouldn't give a fuck. And you knew that she was, like, straight before you got into the relationship. Right. Exactly. Um, it's, it's rude. It's, it's manipulative. It's... slut shaming too. Yeah, it's making her feel less than, for sure. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And Samantha goes, why are we even talking about this? And Maria said, why says why are you so afraid to talk you're always pulling away and samantha says i'm not pulling away i'm trying to get closer and she starts kissing maria and maria goes no 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 no, not like that not with sex i can't just turn it on and off after all i'm not a man and samantha goes you know what i think i'm clean now and she gets upset and like gets out of the bath because yeah like maria is being the like She's being, like, the caricature, I think, of, like, what men think that women are or something. Like, obviously, well, she's like, acting like, a jealous man, honestly. Like, even men, like, get jealous like this, and they, they'll, they like, play games with you mentally, and it's just, like, you just don't want... Yeah, you don't want to talk about it, and... yeah. But I, I, mean, I mean in the way that she's, like... Uh, like she wants to talk and she's mm-hmm. like and then Samantha's like no I want to get closer and she tries to be like intimate with her and like kiss her and she's like no 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 not like that I can't have sex this way or I can't do anything this way so it's like okay like what do you want then like you're I don't know so yeah. I think she's yeah she's playing like a mind game with Samantha too she wants her to feel bad and it's just not great they're not on the same page it's doomed yeah. I really want, like, a reboot of Sex and the City, because they're doing one of the L word, and, like, they're actually, they're having some of the original characters, I just read this article, I know it came out, like, the news about it came out, like, last year or something, I think it's coming out in August, but I really like that show, and I just read this article about, like, the director of the last show, and how she kind of, like, passed the torch to, like, a younger, like, lesbian who's gonna, like, direct the show and, like, help write it. Um, they're going to keep a lot of the main characters on it, but they're actually going to have, like, since that show was, like, early 2002, they're going to have, like, queer people on it and, like, more people of color because, like, that show was also very white, mm-hmm. very upper-class lesbian. Like, I want that same thing for, like, Sex and the City. Like, not written by gay men, written by, like, queer women. Yeah. I think that would be great. I know. It'd be cool to have, yeah. Um, to have, like, a queer version of, like, girls if you will but like better so yeah for sure um and then we have trey and charlotte at home and carrie's voiceover says that night charlotte found herself haunted by dust ruffles ducks and bunnies and uh she's kind of like walking around and she's holding the mallard and she says i think trey's like reading in a chair or something she walks up to him and she says your mother decorated this entire apartment didn't she and he says of course mother does all of our houses and Charlotte says, I should have known Plaid and the Mallards. And he says, you don't like them? She says, no, it's like living in the Museum of Natural Ugliness. Um, <laughs> Trey, if we're really serious about making a fresh start with our marriage and making this our home, it sure fucked our teeth, shouldn't it? And he says, I have no taste, clearly. And Charlotte says, then my taste, for us. And Trey says, mother spent a lot of time and money on this place. And Charlotte says, I understand. And she's like definitely talking to him like he's five but I am your wife. Maybe I should have a chat with her? And he says, let me talk to her. It might go easier. Tomorrow when she comes over for brunch, I will sit her down and say that this is simply not our slash your taste. The animals have got to go. And Carrie's voiceover says, but the next morning, um, and Bunny walks in, and she says, up and at him, George McFadden. It's daylight in the swamp. (laughs) And uh, Carrie's voiceover says, 
But Trey was in no condition to talk to anyone. And Trey goes, Hello, mother. Yeah, like he said, it's like dying bad. Yeah, it's like the raspiest voice ever. And he's like, just fully like in bed and like with the covers up to his neck. And Bunny goes, Darling, what's the matter? Are you ill? Let mother. And he goes, Sore throat. <laughs> and Bunny says, Charlotte, telephone my house and tell Geneva to bring over some broth. <laughs> and my overnight case I know you have a busy week at the gallery I might as well stay in the guest room until Trey's recovered what's this mallard doing here he lives in the study <laughs> he lives in the study he lives in the study and Charlotte says yes bunny just like deflated um, and then Carrie is walking over to Scout which is as we know um, Aiden and Excuse me. Aiden and Steve's bar, uh, named after Steve's dog scout. Um, Carrie's voiceover says, Since I wasn't going to risk an awkward public confrontation at Aiden's opening, I wanted to at least make make a gesture, some small way of saying thank you for inviting me, for being braver than I could have have ever been, and for at least suggesting that we can be friends. There was no sign of him, but he was everywhere. And she's, like, kind of walking around, seeing um, all the woodwork, because clearly he's, like, a woodwork guy, uh, designer. And she's, like, touching the bar and, like, looking around at the beams and stuff. And uh, she says, in the mahogany bar, the wood floors, the carved ceiling, the whole place looked and felt just like Aiden. So Steve walks in um, as she's looking around, and Carrie's over, voiceover says, or not Carrie's voiceover. Carrie says to him, um, I was just in the neighborhood. I couldn't resist a sneak preview. Or Steve goes, did Miranda come with you? And I thought that was sweet because clearly he's always still thinking about yeah. Miranda. That's cute. Um, and Carrie says, no, no, I'm not going to be able to come to the opening. So I just wanted to thank Aiden for inviting me. And she like presents the plant she's holding. And she says, it's a mulberry bush because the bar is fun. <laughs> All like cutesy. And Steve goes, Mulberry Street. <laughs> um, he goes, Carrie, that's really sweet. <laughs> Carrie, that's really sweet. <laughs> Only Aiden <laughs> didn't exactly invite, invite you. I did. And Carrie says, you did. And he says, I thought Miranda might feel more comfortable if she knew you're, you're going to be here. So I can't. I this can't. is really taking a turn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, yeah, um, I thought Miranda would be more comfortable if she knew you were going to be here. So, and Carrie says, so Aiden didn't invite me? And he says, no, not exactly, but, and they hear Aiden call out for Steve, and Carrie freaks out. He goes like, hey, Steve. And she goes, I gotta go. And she bolts out of the bar like a fucking baby. And Steve's, like, calling after. He's like, Carrie, wait. And, like, definitely Aiden heard that. Like, he's yeah. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. what is Steve gonna do? Be like, oh, that was it was nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. The fuck. Carrie, um, she's kind of a freak. <laughs> Carrie just went out of here like she saw a ghost. She went it. Get some hot dogs. Like the theme of the episode. Um. <laughs> so, <laughs> we see Miranda sleeping again, and Carrie's voiceover says, "That night, I wasn't the only one who was haunted." And Miranda wakes up gasping, and we hear the banging again. And then we see Carrie at Miranda's, like, smash cut. We see Carrie at Miranda's. And her voiceover says, one phone call later. And Carrie holds up a bag of thing of Oreos. And she goes, does the ghost like Oreos? And Miranda said, at this point, I'm almost hoping there is a ghost. Otherwise, I'm insane. And Carrie says, you say that like it's an either-or proposition. And Miranda says, I know. I'm sorry for making you come over. I just needed another person here, you know, because the cat's an unreliable witness. And Carrie says, don't worry about that. I checked the rarely invoked haunted house clause of the best friend contract, and you're completely covered. And then back at Trey and Charlotte's, Carrie's voiceover says, Meanwhile, across the park, Charlotte, haunted by Bunny's decision to spend the night, couldn't sleep either. And she wakes up to Bunny fucking rubbing Trey's naked chest with something. This and scene she goes, is demented. Yeah, I know. And you said, you mentioned it was like a whole ASMR scene, and it totally is. Yeah. <laughs> it is, because she's like, Bunny, what are you doing? <laughs> and Bunny, 
this is all in whisper but i'm not going to do that for the for the podcast i remember yeah. i had some vix in my bag it's the best thing for a cold <laughs> Since he was a child, it's no bother. <laughs> but I am his wife. If anyone does it, it should be me. <laughs> and she starts rubbing it on him. You be bunny for this. Not on his tummy. You're trying to break up the phlegm. Let me... You don't know what you're doing. You're being very inappropriate. Bunny, I'm sorry. This just isn't going to work. Trey and I are back together. <laughs> this is our house. We will redecorate as we see fit. No more plaid, no more duck decoys. From now on, there can only be one lady of the house. I've been in this house far longer than you, my dear. And unlike you, I never left. Believe me, the decoys may come and go, but I'm going to be here forever. You're welcome, everybody who's into ASMR. <laughs> you didn't think you'd get that from us, but here you go. <laughs> They're all turned on now. Yeah. <laughs> the the yeah. hairs on the back of their necks are all standing up. Their their nipples are hard. Um, let's do zoomies. You're purchasing, and I say you can't afford anything, just like Alex Mack. <laughs> oh. But yeah, that scene's really demented and creepy. I know. It's really creepy that well, especially since we know that, like, he watches her or she watches him bathe as an adult. That's like a, a tradition that's continued since he was a kid. Um, creeps me out, especially since uh, also he didn't have, like, a relationship with her when he was younger. So, like, what's she making up for? What's the relationship with, like, Daddy McDougal? Like, what happened to him? Like, I don't know. He's dead, right? I know he's dead, but, like, what was... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Where did he get his riches? Where... What did he do? Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, um, anyway. So, next scene, we see Samantha and Maria sleeping, and then there's a knocking at the door, like, a really loud knocking, and then you just hear a male voice on the other side of the door saying, Samantha, you home? Come on, baby, open up. It's me, Sean. And Samantha opens the door and she says, Sean, what are you doing here? It's two o'clock in the morning. And he goes, let's fuck. This guy's like really, really brash. And then like, I don't know, coked out. Let's fuck. Like, yeah, what he seems hell? crazy. <laughs> and she says, how did you even get in? And he says, your security code's still the same. How about it? Can I come in? And Samantha says, no, Sean, you can't be here right now. Also, like, it's weird that he remembers her security code. Yeah, especially since he clearly is, like like you said, coked out. <laughs> and in from out of town. Yeah. He's only there for a few weeks, but he remembers her security code. That's weird. It's creepy. Yeah, he it, creeps me out. He basically broke in. Like, that's terrifying. And she starts, like, to shut up the door on him, and the lights turn on behind her. And he goes, oh, man, I just got, I got hard just walking up your stairs. What, you got another guy in there or something? And Maria comes up behind Samantha and says, no, not another guy. No, I'm Maria, Samantha's girlfriend. And they're both wearing these, like, matching pink satin robes, like the lesbian power couple that they are. Samantha's wearing, like, a Barbie pink, and Maria's in royal blue. They, they both look, look so good. good. And that's positioning, you know, Samantha is, like, the lady, and yeah. Maria is, like, the man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. And Sean says, good for you. That's, <laughs> maybe I can come in and you two can make me a sandwich or something. What the fuck? What? Like, what is that? What? Yeah. Maybe, Excuse like, me? make him, like, the meat of the sandwich. Like, they be the bread or something. That's the only thing I could think of. Like, because I don't think a guy would just, like, come out and say, like, <laughs> you girls make me a sandwich. It's like, what? Uh, which Whichever one he meant. Both are terrifying yeah both are creepy <laughs> and samantha says i don't think tonight's gonna be good for us and they close the door on him as he talks and he goes come on i'm only in town for and samantha goes i'm sorry and maria goes get away from the door motherfucker before i call the cops and you hear him just go 
okay, good night. Yeah, he's like, okay, good night. And like, just <laughs> leave. <laughs> well, at least he's polite. Yeah, he's like, good night. <laughs> he like tips his hat. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Carrie's voiceover says, With that, Maria released Samantha's ghost and confronted Samantha. And Maria goes, You let men come to your door like this in the middle of the night? And her hair is, like, so long, and she keeps, like, flipping around, like, much jealous. Yeah, it's really beautiful. And Samantha goes, Let it go. It's all in the past. And Maria goes, no, it's not in the past. It's serving us drinks. It's on the answering machine. It's at your door in the middle of the night. And Samantha says, this might come as a shock to you, but I used to have sex with men. And Maria goes, this man was here for nothing but sex. And Samantha says, yes, yes, which I used to enjoy and haven't had much of since I got into this relationship. Maria goes, you call this a relationship? And Samantha says, well, it's tedious and the sex is dwindling. So from what I've heard, yes. Maria says, if you have something to say to me, and Samantha says, I have nothing to say to you. I am fresh out of things to say to you. All we ever do is talk, talk, talk. The talking in our relationship has replaced the fucking in our fucking relationship. I don't want talk. I want passion. I want fireworks. And, and Maria goes, you want fireworks? I'll show you fireworks. And she grabs uh, Samantha's plates and starts just, like, tossing them on the ground, like, psh, psh, psh. And, uh... Maria goes, that's fireworks! Pow! And Samantha goes, what are you doing? Stop it! Stop! My plates! And Maria says, these are not your plates. You don't even cook! You want a little firework? And she picks up one of, like, the the tea, um, like a teacup, or, t what am I talking about? Saucer? I yeah, like, like a, a saucer? little tiny, tiny plate. Yeah, tea's like, like a saucer. Plate. And she goes, you want a little firework? Bing! And another little one? <laughs> I noticed she also like at one point like breaks one of the plates like over a chair and like kind of pauses for like dramatic effect too like she's just like oh this is also like we're laughing and there's like some playful music playing over this but this is extremely abusive yeah no it, if you were in a relationship like this I'd be like scared yeah. or if like anybody I know was in a relationship like this I'd be afraid so yeah and I think especially at this time you know there's this perception that like queer people can't be in abusive relationships for some yeah. reason and they absolutely can like yeah anyone can be abusive and like this is threatening this is violence this is like destroying it's, samantha's property like, yeah it's, it's damaging it's property okay. and like yeah it's like sharp objects yeah um and like who knows what she would do next like i wish i knew how this fight like resolved like yeah. did she just leave like what happened i wish yeah. she knew it's it's not okay and like it's hilarious because she's like bing bopping whatever like they're do they're playing it up for laughs but like yeah imagine if this was a man like just throwing her plates around it'd be, yeah, it'd be scary well and samantha's scared too she jumps up on like the couch or the chair or whatever and she's like ah like what's going right. on right but because it's a queer relationship. We're supposed to see it as like funny. Yeah, it's like ha ha ha. Well, she's add a so thing in there. Ah. Yeah. Um, and then we're back at Miranda's house post ghost. Yeah, with with Carrie and Carrie is talking about or is it the same night? I guess so. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just scrolled up to see. So Carrie's talking about what happened and or when when she kind of like plant bombed him or she does say plant bombed him. Uh, <laughs> Carrie Carrie says, I didn't even leave a card. You won't know what the plan is supposed to, to mean. It's like I plant bombed him. And Miranda says, How did the bar look? Carrie says, Like a made it like Aiden. It's amazing. I said amazing. Aid amazing or aid amazing. Like Aiden, it's amazing. And Miranda says, Good for Steve. Carrie says, that's convincing. Miranda says, I know. I'm trying to be happy for him. He's got his own bar, his own life, his own Jessica. And I'm still here, you know, in the same apartment, doing the same job, living the same life. Carrie says, you have something no one else has, a ghost. Which is kind of a, sh uh, I mean, it's funny to say, but, like, what Miranda's expressing here is, like, a sentiment that I feel often. Like, when I see, like, people from, like, fucking high school who are nannies, like, traveling the world and I'm not so yeah it's like 
still doing the same shit. So I don't, it's a very like existential issue she's thinking about, and then Carrie's not picking that up at all. Um, Miranda says, "You have a ghost. Actually, you have two. Carrie says, "At least Big's a friendly ghost." It's like, is he? <laughs> no, he's like a creepy, weird ghost that like you just run back to because you're an idiot. Yeah. And she says, Aiden, on the other hand, cue dramatic, like, Carrie fakeness. She goes, I'm just afraid that the way I treated him is going to haunt me the rest of my life. There's nothing I can do about it. And it's like, you're afraid of that? Big's literally a poltergeist. <laughs> yeah, seriously. He's, like, knocking shit over daily. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Miranda says, sure there is. Come to the party. And Miranda says, he didn't invite me. Miranda says, Steve's a good guy. He wouldn't invite you if it wasn't okay with Aiden. Harry says, do you think you might still have feelings for Steve? Miranda says, no. God, no. Why? Do you? For Aiden? And I I thought she already, like, confronted that she has feelings for him when she saw him at the Chinese restaurant. Unless she's just trying to save face for Carrie in this conversation, which she might be. It's kind of weird that she's like, oh, oh God, no. Well, yeah, she's, I don't think she's, like, in tune with her feelings in this at all because, like, she got so freaked out at the beginning of the episode when she thought he was going to say, like, a wedding invitation. Mm-hmm. And then she was still freaked out when, like, Jessica's still in the picture. But, like, when he says, you didn't get the invitation, and she was just like, oh, Like, her world, like, stopped for a second. Right. Because he'd be, like, the one that got away. Totally. Um, Carrie says, no, no, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> and Miranda gives her the last Oreo. Like, Carrie's, like... Like, <laughs> like moody brooding here, um, and she says thank you for the Oreo. And uh, then we're at Carrie's apartment, and she walks over to the chair that Aiden made for her, and like sits down in it with a cup of coffee. And her voiceover says, "I left Miranda's early and got some sleep. In the light of day, it felt like all my ghosts had disappeared, and I saw the world exactly as it was." Um, and then we see Trey and Charlotte in bed, and it's morning, and. Um, Carrie's voiceover says, a few days later, Trey felt better, too, and so did Charlotte, especially since Bunny had moved out of the guest room and back into her own apartment. And Trey and Charlotte are having sex, um, and Charlotte's, like, sitting on top of him, and she's naked. And uh, Bunny walks in on them, and she's like, up and at him, George McF- I- and she, like, gets all <laughs> flushed. She's I brought some- she's, like, holding a basket of muffins. I brought some muffins. Oh- Oh dear! And she like walk, turns around and walks in the hallway, and like the camera follows her. And she's like, "I just, I brought, I just." She's like malfunctioning. I, yeah, I, I just brought, I, I, I brought muffins for for breakfast. I. <laughs> she's like freaking out, and um, Charlotte and Trey don't move at all. And <laughs> Carrie's voiceover says, "Charlotte didn't know whether it was they're making love or they're making love on a bed without a dust ruffle that had offended Bunny. But either way, their sexorcism ensured Bunny never haunted their home again unless expressly invited." Next scene, Maria shows up at Samantha's door, and Carrie's voiceover says, "While downtown, a dearly departed spirit suddenly reappeared." And Maria says, "It's been two days. I was worried. You didn't even call." Smith says, neither did you. Maria says, I brought you a gift. And she looks really cute. She's got her hair up, um, like, all on top of her head. And she is wearing a red suede fringe jacket. And it's, like, oversized. It looks really cute on her. She looks really good in red. Yeah, she does. Um, And Smith says, that better be dishes. And Maria says, open it. And Carrie's voice continues and says, Uh, Maria made one last effort to give Samantha what she thought she needed. And Samantha opens it, and she sees a strap-on. And she says, you bought me a strap-on? And Carrie's voiceover continues again, saying, Samantha was touched. Since she couldn't bring herself to admit she wasn't capable of being being in a relationship, she simply said, well, I guess we could give it a try. And then we see Carrie, Miranda, and Samantha at Scout. Um, and Carrie's voiceover says, That night, despite all my fears and reservations, I let Miranda and Samantha talk me into going to the opening of Scout. And I thought, she's going to look really weird to Steve. Yeah, because <laughs> she said she couldn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's just there, and he's probably going to be like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
And Samantha says, wow, who are all these attractive people? And Carrie says, we're looking for Aiden, ladies, Isaac Kimbo. And Miranda and Samantha start looking around, like, really crazily. And <laughs> Carrie goes, yeah, that's it, stealth. <laughs> and uh, uh, Samantha's kind of, like, hobbling, and she goes, hey, what you doing there, sister? Getting your groove on? Doing the robot? And Samantha says, I threw my back out fucking Maria with a strap on. She <laughs> fucked me. I fucked her with all the fucking and talking. I had no idea men had to work so hard. And Miranda says, how does the strap on work exactly? Is it belted or? And I'm like. Way I'm... too interested. I'm like, yeah, Maria... Miranda wants in. Way too interested. She wants in. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and Carrie is like a psycho. And she goes, could we not have the strap on conversation right now? This night is hard enough as it is. It's just like. It's not why? about you, bitch. And it's like, you just stay home then. Yeah. Goodbye. Go you told Aiden, or you told Steve you couldn't go. He's gonna think you're, like, a fucking freak. Right. And Samantha already said she'd go with Miranda, so it's no big deal. Goodbye. And, um, Miranda just turns to Samantha and goes, how does it work? And Carrie goes, hey, what did I just say? It's like, whoa, okay, you psycho, like, control freak. Jeez. Not about you, babe. Yeah. And Samantha goes, it doesn't. Maria and I broke up. And all of a sudden she cares. She goes, oh, sweetie, I'm so sorry. And Miranda says, was it the strap-on that broke the relationship's back or just yours? And, you know, they have a little chuckle. And Samantha says, Maria thinks I have intimacy issues. And then um, Carrie and Miranda are uh, trying to be good friends. And they're like, oh, she's great. Like, what? She's nuts. And uh, Samantha goes, I tried. I really did. But I'm just not a relationship person. I told her from the start, didn't I? And they, they go, oh absolutely you most certainly did oh yes and samantha goes i did then she has to go and fall in love with me what the fuck i need a drink is it bad to have a martini with a muscle relaxant or am i or bad in a good way and miranda says i don't know are you gonna operate heavy machinery this evening eve e i said evening <laughs> this <laughs> evening and uh, samantha says never again where's the bar in this bar and Carrie's voiceover says, Miranda was right. When you see a ghost, you just know it. You can feel it. The hairs on your neck stand up. And Carrie, like, just turns right around on the spot and sees Aiden from across the bar. And she smiles at him, like, <laughs> and he just nods at her. Mm -hmm. And she looks, like, really disappointed. And she goes, that, she looks at them and she goes, that was it? That's all I get? I don't even know what that was. And it's like, It was encountering a person you dated. And she's, like, so used to Big, like, playing games with her and being so ready to, like, fuck her again that, like, she's not even used to, like, seeing somebody yeah. <laughs> that doesn't want to fuck around with her. And she's just, like, she hurt him so badly. Is he yeah. supposed to be, like, woohoo, hey, Carrie, what's up? Like, <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, the last, the last dating experience she had was when she was with Aiden and, like, Big was, like, yelling in her ear through a tube, like, It's not working! <laughs> and, like, then she fucked him, like, maybe, like, 20 minutes after. Just kidding, it wasn't 20 minutes after. It was, like, a couple days after. <laughs> but, like, literally, like, oh, my God, that's so rude. But, like, then she fucked him, so. Yeah. And then Miranda goes, I don't even know who that was. Was that Aiden? Because he has short hair. We we get the reveal that he cut his hair off. Um, And he looks really Reveal! Yeah, he looks good. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Aiden revealed. Um, <laughs> and Samantha goes, does he look better or, for I, or have I been with a woman too long? And Carrie says, all right, that's enough. I'm going home. I don't even know why I came. And Miranda says, because I begged you to. Come on, let me buy you ladies a free drink. I'll meet you at the bar. And Samantha and Carrie walk away because they see Steve coming. And he goes, you came. I'm so glad. So what do you think? And Miranda says, I think... <laughs> I think you did good. And he goes, really? You mean it? Because I would have never done this if it wasn't for you. And Miranda goes, what are you talking about? I didn't do anything. And Steve says, are you kidding me? This whole thing was your idea. You always told me I should start my own bar. I never forgot that. I just never thought that I could. So, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, like, men never do that. Yeah. Men? Or they would never give you the credit. No. It's always them. Yes. Uh, like I was saying, men, like, never do this and would take every opportunity to be, like, to, like, write you out of the narrative of them starting a bar. 
Yeah, they love to, like, neg you and, like, debase you and, like, make you feel, like, fucking terrible. They would, like, literally never, like, build you up like that. Yeah. They would never give you credit, at least. Yeah, it's, like, the nicest thing a man has ever done. (laughs) Yeah. It's, like, Steve just saying, thanks, Miranda. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's not realistic. It's Steve just saying thanks, and we're, like, "Mm, seems unlikely. Yeah. No, we're like, yes, King, go <laughs> off. <laughs> but literally, that's how it is. Yeah. Um, and Miranda goes, you did good. And she gives him a kiss on the cheek. And uh, Carrie's voiceover says, and just like that, Miranda gave up the ghost. And Steve says, come on, let's get you drunk. And then Carrie's heading outside to smoke alone. She's holding a piece of cake. And um, her voiceover says, an hour later, since my ghost hadn't reappeared, I decided to sneak out the side door for some cake and a smoke. And as she's, like, opening the door, it swings, she walks outside, the door closes, and, like, Aiden's behind the door, and he's smoking a cigar, um, which is ironic because of how much he hates smoking. So she says, you're not seriously smoking that, are you? And he ignores that, and he says, is that all you, you could carry, Carrie? And she's holding a cigarette cake and a drink, and she drops the fork. She goes, no, I can't eat my cake. And Aiden feeds it to her, and he says, sure, you can, here. And, like, this whole game is so fucking dumb. I hate reading it. Yeah. Um, and she goes, you've got your fingers all in it. And Aiden says, he, like, starts to eat the cake. And uh, <laughs> she goes, hey, that's my cake. And Aiden says, no, you want your cake? Carrie says, I never not wanted it, like, looking him in the eye, and he goes, okay, lady, you take the cake, and she eats seductively as he feeds it to her, and it's weird, and Carrie, like, after, like, a couple beats, says, you cut your hair, and Aiden doesn't acknowledge that, and he says, you have frosting on your lip, and Steve comes out and raises his eyebrows comically with his little cigar, and he goes, hey, partner, stop frosting. And Carrie says, I thought you were the silent partner. And Aiden ignores that, too. And he just says, glad you came. And he puts the cake back on her plate and says, good to see you, Carrie. And she says, good to see you, too. And she looks scared or frightened or about to cry. And her voiceover says, like, as she's just kind of staring into the distance, contemplating what just happened, um... I had confronted my ghost, I had accepted and released him, but now I was more haunted than ever, because what I felt out there was no ghost. It was real. Yeah. So this episode is just her coming to terms with not being over him, I guess? Yeah. Definitely. And she, like, misses the context of the fact that, like, he's clearly, like, game-playing with her. Yeah. And, like, he has the aura of somebody who wants to, like, fuck her life up. Yeah. Like. And she's into that, because that's the kind of shit Big would do. Yes. She loves it. And now that Aiden is, like, unattainable to her, like, suddenly he's interesting. Yeah. Exactly. And she wouldn't, like, if she clearly did want to get back with him, like, sure, running into him could, like, trigger that. But she would have, like, thought about that beforehand, I think. Yeah. It would have been, like on her periphery in some sort. I don't know. So it's just her seeing him, the game playing. She realizes he didn't invite her because she's like, oh, he's so pathetic. He invited me. Right. He wants me still. And then Steve's like, mm, no, that was me. Aiden doesn't really give a shit about you. So she's like, mm, he doesn't. So <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. Um, this was a really good episode. Um lots of different things at play you can just tell like the caliber of everyone's storyline is getting better and better like we no longer have like two comedy storylines and two serious storylines like basically everyone's storyline has a little bit of drama to it even if it's like played for laughs and it's all interwoven pretty well like it's not just like a b b a like storyline a storyline b it's like it's just like uh storyline a and b but they mishmash and they they work right for sure yeah it's like a real drama i'm really enjoying this season and i can't wait to do more i'm excited for next week's episode because it'll be you broke my heart so i know i'm pumped i love that like whole aura of that episode so i'm really excited 
it's gonna be a good one stick Just around listeners yeah all right thanks for listening you guys interact with us on instagram we'll have some stuff up for you soon um want to get back into the the meme game especially since it's the summer and it's a struggle to stay creative so i'm trying to yep. get those ideas flowing i have an idea or like i've no i've had one idea like the past couple weeks so uh <laughs> katrina's cooking up a meme up yeah top. it's cooking up all right um so let us know what you guys think interact with us talk to us we love when we hear from you it's really fun um we are your hosts i'm antoinetta i'm katrina and good night have a great evening good night thanks for listening to another episode of sex in the city cast want to jerk us off metaphorically didn't like it listen bitch did sex in the city cast turn you from an mra to a woke bay or did we cuck the shit out of you let us know by emailing us at info at satcast.org or visiting our website at satcast.org. Each episode is written, annotated, and hosted by Antoinetta and Katrina. Artwork by Antoinetta, sound licenses available upon request. And lovingly edited by Brad.